podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Domsko. I'm Henry Larson. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Thanks for waiting. Sorry, probably my fault. I pushed it back. I was out in the in the park just uh, having a little bit of a celebratory 15,000 subscribers champagne with the girlfriend and uh, just had to spend time walking back. So I pushed it back a little bit just so that uh, we weren't rushing around. So hold my and then hands we had a, And then we had a mix-up of the next time ends where we both wasn't <laughs> sure who was ready. So apologies. We won't do it next time. Thanks for waiting, though. We've got John there saying his Ben finishing his makeup. As you I can said, see, he's done a good, good job. That's <laughs> not like yeah, I'm looking a bit rosy cheeks. There's got a bit too much rouge on by the looks of and it. Look who we've oh. got. We've got Melez here joining us. Long time wow. no see. Hey. Thought he'd left the channel full time, but he's back in the live chat. And he's saying something's never changed. Running a bit late, are we? Yes, we are. I know. Uh, you've got Hinata Patel in the chat with the black hey. flags. I'm assuming that's the England flag. <laughs> Shout out to you. Uh, saying very cute ben love that thanks appreciate that anyway um, mate we're here to talk about the men's semi-finals yeah. uh we had the women's semi-finals today bit of an upset pliskova she made yep. it through i'd say uh she played better than sabalenka though so well played to her and ash barty is the other finalist and she sort of steamrolled it I would say it's a quite a very big upset. Uh, reason being, I look on Twitter and I look at other people in the analytical space of tennis talking. They usually, I trust, I, I like listening to their opinions, put it that way. And all of them were discounting the fact that Pliskova could do anything here today. Straight mm. set, Saba, straight set. So Pliskova turned up, shocked a lot of people. And now you'd have to say, Barty could be in for a real game if she turns up and brings her A game. The question is with Pliskova, we don't know which game we're going to see. She could be double bageled in the final or she could just be a world beater and push Barty all the way. Hopefully it's the latter because I want to see a good competitive final. It'll be a shame if she just buckles now. She's got so far. Yeah, yeah it really would. Um, well, we're not here to talk about the women anyway. We will yeah. uh, get onto that. We'll do a final preview, giving our thoughts on that probably after the semi-finals tomorrow yeah. uh, of the men's. That's the hotly contested one. We have one man who's been there many times before and most people think will be there again. Novak Djokovic, he's going to be up against uh, a newcomer to the semifinals, the Canadian, Denis Shapovalov. And, well, he's been playing some of his best tennis we've ever seen from Denis Shapovalov, especially in a Grand Slam. And do, do you think that this will set him up for his best opportunity ever to to get his best performance against Novak Djokovic? That's the question I pose to you. Well, since we're starting with this one, we'll be answering the question straight from the off then. And that is, can anyone stop Djokovic? Maybe we'll just answer that and focus the whole podcast around that. <laughs> no, that's what people want to <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, we've got 12, 12 Travel 21 saying, welcome to GTL's shortest ever podcast. Can anyone <laughs> stop Djokovic? No, end of podcast. <laughs> I don't think we are going to be too long here as well. I think he's hit the nail on the head because I agree. 
I've looked at Hill. I'm trying to find ways of maybe Hercatch doing something special. And if he's beat Berrettini, he's just beating Federer Berrettini, he might go into the Djokovic one full of confidence. But then, like I said mm. to you, look at the head-to-head between all of these players against Djokovic. I don't yeah. think any of them have even won a match against him. So, I, it, it, I just you just can't see where there's going to be a new winner. It just looks inevitable. I had a look at the bookies' odds. I think they've got him about 1.25 now. <laughs> so you put, going down and down. You put, you put £10 on, you win £2. So it's, wow. it's just shocking, really. It really is. Just It looks absolute set on. Set on. Um, but let's do what we have to do. Djokovic, chapeau. Can he trouble him? Not for me. I think it's going to be straight sets for, Sha- for Djokovic. Almost said Shapovalov. <laughs> well, mate, maybe you're something's telling you somewhere deep down inside that there could be an upset on the cards. We just don't know. He's played him six times. He's beaten him six times. He the only time they've ever played a Grand Slam though was in the Australian Open back in 2019, and Shapovalov did take a set from him, but. It was got the first bag- one, was it? It got bageled. No, he took the third, but then he got bageled oh. in the fourth. So okay. that's what happens. If you take a set, then you have to suffer the consequences of taking a set and an angry Djokovic just finishing you off. So Chapo, he's got a bit of experience in windy conditions. Obviously, he's played well in other tournaments in America where it's been quite windy. In the UK, it has been, but even that started to die down. I don't know if you noticed today, yeah. but the wind sort of started to go. The sun was out. It's just all leading to Djokovic. It really is. Wow. Um, he's looked great this whole tournament. Chapo's yeah. been very good as well, I must admit. But there's just levels to this game. I think Djokovic is on his own planet. Um, let me know in the live chat if anyone thinks Chapo can trouble him. I just don't think he'll take even one. Uh, you got Zach there loving your comment. If you take a set, you have to suffer. <laughs> it, I agree with you. I think if Chapo was to say take the first set, we'd probably see like a one one and a two in the in the next three. You just don't know, do you? Everybody's sort of hoping that there can be a more even contest. Obviously, the last time that he did well against him was in 2020 in the ATP Cup. He took him to three. And the same story again. He won the first, he won a set, and then the next set he got breadsticked. <laughs> and then he was going to a tiebreak in the third, which was close. And it was probably the best performance I've seen against Djokovic from an opponent for quite some time, really, other than obviously the ones that he's lost to like Rafa and things like that. But on the hard court, not many people come close. And that was one of the closest I've seen uh, Djokovic run in a long time. But they did play each other in ATP Cup again this year straight sets Djokovic. So you you sort of writing's on the wall, really. I've said it many times on these predictions. I've probably been wrong on a few as well. I think the best he can hope for is a set, and that's it. That's all I'm going for, really. I think Djokovic gets it done. Shapovalov may take a set. So you're going Djokovic in four? Yeah, I'll say four at best. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) go straight sets. I'm not going to mess around. This is the way I see it going. I think this Wimbledon for the men's is not going to be ultra competitive now. I really don't think so. However, the other semi-final certainly will do because you'd have, if you'd have asked me this question maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, it would have been Berrettini convincingly. But right now, I'm not so sure. Hubert Hercatch has been the, the player who's, who's shocked me the most this whole tournament. He's yeah. looked awesome. 
He really has. And before Medvedev, he hadn't even been broken once this whole tournament, was winning everything in straight sets and was looking formidable. He then played Medvedev, uh, had a bit of adversity in that, was two sets to one down. We had the rain delay, went over to the next day and he yeah. turned up and he was serving well uh, and playing brilliantly. He then went one step further, played Federer on centre court the next day and bageled him in the third set. So straight sets against Federer as well. No, it wasn't, was it straight sets? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was in the end. I couldn't believe it because Federer was actually 5-2 up in one of the sets, in the second one. Yeah, and then Hubert Hercash just meant business. And I honestly think he could actually beat Berrettini now. Why not? And Berrettini is no. the on-form man on the grass. But I think Hercash just has all the weapons. He really does. I love his serve. I think he's got, he's got basically not as good serve as Berrettini and not as powerful. But then... When he's actually, I think he's got better shot making when he's in the rally and he's definitely got better volleying um, and a good sort of tactical head. I love his net. When he comes to the net, he just finishes you off every time. Yeah, he's so dangerous. Yeah, this sums it up nicely. Hubie's a more complete player than Mateo, but Mateo has the bigger shots. That's the way I would summarise it. Yeah, I'd say that. I think that's fair. Mateo, he can sort of uh, blast you off the court. Hubie can just sort of he dance around and come to the net. Nice serve. Has some nice baseline shots as well. He's, he's got the whole package, really, and people don't give him enough credit. He's only 24. Berrettini, 25. This is quite yep. an even contest. They're 1-1 in their head-to-head, but the last meeting between them was in Miami, which we all know yep. well, how well Hercash does in Miami. That was the year before. This was 2019. No, actually, well, two years ago. Sorry, apologies. And he beat him in straight sets, Berrettini at Miami. The one before that was at Australian Open uh, qualification. Wow. In 2018, and Berrettini beat him in straight sets. I think I'm shying towards, just based upon the body of work of these two players, I'm shying towards her catch. Just because mm. when, you've you come th- when you've come through who he's come through, I think it's disrespectful not to favour him, really. He's just come past Medvedev and Federer. And Federer, he absolutely obliterated. And the Medvedev one, arguably more impressive because it's somebody a lot of people had in the final of their brackets. And he was able to turn it around and stay composed at the end. And Medvedev's someone who ground you out. He ground him out. So I was impressed. He can go for five as well. So he's not scared to go the distance. And I think that He's got the serve to match Berrettini, but he's just got better net play. And I think he'll probably be coming to the net a hell of a lot more than Berrettini. Could be one at the net this match. Yep. And the one thing I would say, which might surprise you, is I honestly believe if Berrettini is to win this one, he doesn't impact Djokovic in the final, in my opinion. But her catch could. I don't know what... There's something about his, like... Uneerie calmness. Yeah. I can't explain it. He just has this persona which I love kind it. of scares me. He's calm. He had the whole crowd the other day against Federer cheering against him. They were they was willing him to miss every every point he had. But yet didn't phase him. And he went and bageled Federer. If that doesn't show what type of player he is, um, and what sort of mentality he has, then I don't know what does. He's a serious tennis player, one who before this tournament I always used to think, oh, he's quite good. He won a Masters. He's a great player. Never really right. gave him too much, kind, too many kind words. Kind of ignored him a little bit. But now I certainly won't do it. He's actually 
he's won me over as a natural fan because I actually love the guy. I think he's he's amazing. I love his personality. He's someone I can really get behind. The only diff, the only problem is because he's going to be playing an Italian, Berrettini, someone who I tipped before the tournament to do well. I have, I have like a, I have that extra like passion towards him because yeah. he's Italian, and I think that's the only thing really what's pushing it for me more my heart. Because if it was my head, I'd go Hercats to win in four. But my heart is just trying to hope Berrettini can win. Um, even though I think that sort of signs the tournament over to Djokovic, I'll be going Berrettini in five. Well, it's going to be tough for whoever plays Novak Djokovic. That's for sure. It doesn't matter who plays him. All of these players, Shapo has lost six out of six versus Djokovic. We've got Berrettini. He's lost two out of two. He lost in the tour finals in 2019. He lost at Roland Garros in four sets this year. Uh, and then we have Hercatch. He's got a 2-0 defeat, uh, well, loss record to Djokovic as well. One on clay. Obviously, the, the one that springs to mind the most, the last time they played was at Wimbledon in 2019. It was uh, a four-setter. Hercatch took a, a tie break, arguably not as complete player as he is now. And this is what makes me think he is the person who would like, i agree with you he's the person who could challenge djokovic the most i think the only one there yeah. the only think, name on that list who i yeah. think troubles uh djokovic but yet the weird thing is he's probably not the second best player there i think berrettini probably it's it's hard i think they're all kind of in the same bracket then for each chapeau a little bit below a bit younger yeah. not really proved himself much it is it's a tough one to really pick but i think the best final we can see, the best outcome would be Djokovic Hercatch. I think it'll be competitive. Djokovic still wins, in my opinion, but it's competitive. And the title of the video is Can Anyone Stop Him? No, don't, no one can stop him. <laughs> but uh, if anyone was to, it would be Hubert Hercatch. And if everything goes right and Djokovic completely falls apart and has an off day, Hercatch wins and he's going to win his first master, uh, Grand Slam to go with his Masters yeah. title. Well, I think the interesting thing about Berrettini and Hercatch as well in that match is I believe they both have two titles to their name this year already coming into this tournament. Obviously, Berrettini has one on the grass. Hercatch has a Masters. Has he not got another one this year, Berrettini? I think he has the Belgrade one and he has the one that was, just, was Queens, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so there's two, two titles then. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah. You said just one? Two, no, two each. Oh, two each. Uh, okay. Yeah, so Delray Beach for Hercatch obviously beat Corder oh, yeah. in the final there. That wasn't the wasn't the best array of talent in that no. in that competition. It was early season though, wasn't it? It was the but, first bits of tennis we saw in the year. Exactly right. But then you saw he took out in in Miami Kudler, Shapovalov, Raonic, Tsitsipas, Rublev, and Sinner all in the same tournament. And that's sort of a he's grown. And the fact that he lost six games in a row or six matches in a row coming in to Wimbledon just shows strength and character of him. He hasn't let him let that get to him. He hasn't got down in the dumps and he lost to like some people you wouldn't expect him to. He lost to, to Mossetti. He lost to Milman. He lost to Van der Zanschlup in the French yep. open in five sets. He lost to Stricker, the new, new kid on yep. the block. He hasn't let it affect him at all. He's just come through stronger than ever. And I think grass is possibly his best surface. I'd say. Yeah. I think so as well. And it, it is just weird because it, he's just not been in good form, really. No. Since that Masters win, <laughs> he's hardly won, he's hardly won, a, won a match. He's been struggling. And then he comes onto the grass and just hits it past Storm. 
and now he looks unplayable. And when he does get into these these bits of rhythm, I do feel like he is at times unbeatable. And that's what yeah. makes me think he could potentially beat Berrettini. I'm only going because I need, I just want Berrettini for my heart. It's not really a sensible selection. If I had to put money on it, I'd probably go Urkatch, but I'll let you have him. Um, I know you yeah. was gonna. Did what was your set? Sorry, I didn't. I didn't hear. I would. I'm probably gonna go her catching four as well. I'm gonna think. I think Berrettini may take a set. He may come out firing, but I've got the feeling that her catch is gonna grind him, mate. I just there's that air of calm, and in these big situations, that will come out on top. And I think the the people he's beaten, you can't ignore. And I think the crowd will probably be on her catch's side. You've just knocked out their favorite. You've just knocked out Medvedev as well. You've knocked out two of the greatest players in the tournament. People will get on your side after that. And especially, he's yep. such a nice guy. As we assume in the interview, everybody warms to him because he doesn't ever get any airtime, this guy. No one gives him the light of day. Now he's made his own light of day, and now he's on the mic. Now people can see he's actually a super nice guy, and you can just get behind Mate. him. I've got some great stats as well for Hubert Hercatch. Um, in the mm. match against Federer, he created a whopping 15 breakpoint chances on the wow. Swiss's serve and converted five of them, which is crazy. He's also, he's only the fourth player ever um, to have beaten Roger Federer in straight sets on grass. Oh, and bageled him as well, didn't he? So, yeah. <laughs> how many have done that to Roger Federer at Wimbledon? <laughs> bageled him. Yeah, it's it is really insane, to be honest. Um, Something else I wanted to point out quickly, just while you're on his stats. In the last two matches, he's had nearly identical service stats, where he wins 80% of his first serves, uh, yeah. first serve points, which that is, if he keeps that up, he's hard to beat. There's no doubt well, about I, I think it. That's going to be the big story with her catch Berrettini, mate. It could be a few tie breaks what separates yeah. it. Because they serve so well, both of them. If I think whoever has the higher first serve percentage probably wins the match. Could be right. It mate. could come down to that, like fine margins. Yeah, I think I, I really think that you could be onto something there. Berrettini, we saw him against Felix. He definitely has a lot of fight in him, and you can tell he really wants this. Is it going to be enough? Uh, if he faces adversity, does he have another level to go up? That's all I worry about Berrettini. I hope so. Well, there's some people, I forget, I've lost the comment now, but someone was saying against Felix, Berrettini made far too many unforced errors. I know I didn't watch all, you watched some of that match. Yeah, yeah, mate. It, there, it was like Felix, he could have potentially... He's still won comfortably though in four sets. Yeah. And for, for someone like, that's a big test, I thought, this first actual test because... We're talking about Djokovic's draw to this, this place. It's been easy. Berrettini is arguably easier. Like, he's not played anyone that great until he played um, Felix in the last round. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that everybody was saying at the end of that match uh, in the live chat. They were just saying, just have a look at the unforced errors for this match. Uh, and it was 45 to Berrettini, 41 to Felix. And the winners only 33 to 24. So the unforced errors well outweighed the, the winners there. And for for Hubert Hercatch against Federer, 36 winners, only 12 unforced errors in the whole match. There. It's yeah. impressive. And I'm not sure against Medvedev. I'll have a quick look at that statistic as well. 
45 winners to 33. So he's still in a positive again there. So it's a good sign for him. He's not making as many errors. Not uh, easy to might... hit winners against Medvedev as well. You've got to remember. No. Well, yeah, against exactly. most players, that would have probably been about 60. And you've got to, uh, when we were watching the Berrettini match versus Felix, he tends to snatch a lot of balls as well. And they tend to fly into the net. He gets himself out of trouble with the serve, though. That's the thing. Yeah. He does have the sort of get out of jail free card if he can bang that next first serve. But he was finding he was having to do that quite a lot. He was just going for a lot of stuff and it was just flying wide, flying in the net. But then it was big serve. There's only so many times you can rely on it until it doesn't come. But that's it. And that's the worry. Uh, but he did well. I mean, Felix fought really well in that match. After He must have been tired after the last round yeah. of five sets. But Felix has thought... done himself proud this whole tournament as Definitely. well. You got Philip there, uh, Boscovic saying Djokovic against all of the semi-finals together is ten and zero. Obviously, we we spoke about that. Yeah. I expect come Sunday night when we're getting ready for the England final against Italy, it's probably going to be twelve and zero, and Djokovic is going to be number twenty. Um, and how? Let's talk about that possible scenario. Djokovic does win twenty. Where does that leave mm. him going into the the Olympics? top of the pile mate and uh no fans at the olympics but i don't think no even at the I olympics he, i know he said before didn't he even released a statement oh if there's no fans at the olympics i'm not going i bet you he's going now yeah, no and Rafa pulled out he's like yeah i'm going <laughs> <laughs> I've got, he already had, he had his tickets booked within a few minutes of hearing that announcement i'm sure Look, i'm not so, sure who's com- who's committed to going to the olympics or not yet teams if I'm out honest. isn't he yeah, there's a few. I can have a little quick look if you want to just talk about it, but yeah, it would be fascinating definitely. to see where, like, it's looking so pot, like, it's it's nailed on, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if, mean, the, if, was... if Nadal's not there, I just feel like he's the only man who could stop him anyway. And it, the sur- I've looked at the surface as well, and it's something what would really suit Djokovic. Yep. Hard courts, definitely. Um, mate, I just think it's all set up. This year just seems like there's something in the air. Some history can be made. I'm just gonna whack the fan on a little bit. It's a bit warmer now. Oh, it's a bit. Yeah, better. I can't. I yeah. don't think I'll be able to get it up now. But we Let's can talk about it another time. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I personally think everybody's going to be on the same page here. It's going to be a massive shock if Djokovic doesn't win this tournament. That's how crazy it is. I wonder what odds you can get for somebody else to win other than Djokovic. You don't know, not an actual name. Just not Djokovic not to win the tournament. I wonder what the odds are for that. Well, I can tell you the, the other players. So you've got Berrettini, he's 6.5. Hubert Herkash is 12. Shapovalov, 15. Djokovic, 1.25. Well, I think is that if, if they could put something in there that was just Djokovic not to win it, that would probably be a more attractive bet. At least you have well, to we know what it would be, mate, because it's 1.25. So to not do it is 3.75. Okay, perfect. So there you go. So maybe they'll put that one in there and then at least you could have a... Well, no dream. one's going to take it because he's going to probably win. And I think everyone agrees um, <laughs> in the thing. We've got Zach there saying John McEnroe picked Djokovic over the field in the quarters already. Does anyone think Djokovic does not win Wimbledon this year? It'll be interesting know. to see. Just an update on what times they're going to be. We're going to be covering them yeah, tomorrow. Mate. We've got Berrettini Hercatch first at one thirty. Yeah. And then Djokovic Chapeau will 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 uh, follow that at half three. So as soon as the Berrettini match is over, it will we'll have Djokovic Shapovalov. Shop. Hopefully, you can all join us for it. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be the other way around, to be honest, mate. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm not sure why they put Djokovic last. I thought that they'd give him the the little sneak mm. and put maybe they're the Federer fans or the organizers. They're just like, all right, we'll put Djokovic second. Give it, give them a chance, a bit more rest. Whoever's playing first, try and even the playing field for the final. But Chapeau's yeah. not out of it. Everyone's ruling him out. It's just like a foregone conclusion. But sometimes when people talk as if something's already happened before it has, we suddenly see upsets and don't look beyond the next opponent ever. And Djokovic won't be, that's for no. sure. No, I agree. I think we'll wrap it up there. We've been talking far too long about all of this. Yeah, Big mate. shout out to everyone who joined us. Sorry that we was late again. Good yeah. to see we've still got about 280 people here. If you haven't already, please hit the like button on the video. Um, and thanks to everyone who subscribed recently. It's been a really fun tournament. We've not covered as many matches as we'd wanted to. It's fallen at a bit of a dodgy time with our jobs as well, with a lot yeah. of work going on with that. But we've done our best um, and appreciate all of the new subscribers. And for those who didn't know, we've just passed 15K. Woo! <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there anyway, mate. Yep. Uh, it's been a it's been a busy day today. Had semi-finals. We got a busy day tomorrow. We gotta to get some rest. Uh I'm gonna make a couple of buttons just to upgrade some bits and pieces on the pod. And we'll see you. Well, it's gonna be Hercatch versus Berrettini. 1.30 tomorrow. Be there. Yeah. I'll be square. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> Thanks for the congratulations, guys, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Cheers, like and subscribe, and see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.